This is cultured Hollywood for smart people, except not really anymore. And by that, I don't mean to suggest that the intelligence level of this audience has decreased in any way. We are still making this show for the best and brightest pop culture consumers there are. But this, this podcast is no longer cultured. We're through. I'm sure you've wondered where I've been for the last two months while I've been plotting. I've wrapped myself in a cocoon of my own design, carefully considered what I wanted to do with this program, and now, two months later, I reemerge a beautiful butterfly. Cultured is rebooted in visual form. Go to YouTube. We're back on YouTube, guys. I started doing this show, what was it, three to four years ago now? On YouTube, I intended it to be a weekly, like, 10 to 15-minute uh, commentary show about the state of pop culture. It was supposed to be in short snippets. It was supposed to be visual. I got lazy. I switched it back to audio, where it's lived for the last three years, and now back on YouTube. So this podcast feed, not really that useful anymore. I would recommend that you stay subscribed to it, because you never know. I may do some fun stuff uh, on this space at some point. Always be on the lookout on my social media or on the website, too many thoughtsmedia.com or tmt.media for short. Um, y- you never know what Nico is up to on the wild, wild west of the internet. But for now, here's the plan YouTube, once a week, 10 minute commentary videos about the latest and greatest in the world of Hollywood, movies, television, music, and so much more. The topics remain the same. The spirit of the commentary remains the same, but now you get to see my beautiful mug each and every week. Here's what I'm going to do right now. I'm going to play the first roughly five minutes of the video to whet your appetite, and if you like what you hear, click the link in the description for this podcast to watch the entire 15-minute recap of the 2021 Grammy Awards. Yes, I went for it. We talked Bill Burr, we talked Beyonce, we talked Taylor Swift, we talked Trevor Noah, we talked Cardi B and Megan the Stallion doing their thing on the California King bed. It's all in that commentary video. Do give it a watch, maybe a like, and certainly do subscribe. I'm getting uh, used to this YouTube thing. I am uh, just beginning my transition from podcaster to YouTuber, and it's been a difficult one, I will admit. I'm still learning the ropes. Um, but any support that you guys can throw my way would be much appreciated. So listen to the first five minutes. I'm not even asking you to watch the video if you don't like what you've heard, but if you like it, do hit that link in the description and subscribe to the new and improved Cultured on YouTube. Love you guys so much, um, and I'll hear from you soon. Watch this space. The Grammy Awards. Everyone's excited. Except for Bill Burr, I suppose. <laughs> Did y'all see that yesterday? All right. Hey, how many uh, feminists are like going nuts? So how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? So a bunch of people on Twitter last night pretended to be outraged about what Bill Burr said at the Grammys, which led to even more people pretending to be outraged at the people pretending to be outraged, which led to news outlets pretending to do journalism by reporting on all this nonsense, which of course, led to more outrage. And there it is. <laughs> Circle of life, Akuna Matata. That's how the internet works. 
And if you participated in any of it, you're a moron. Even Elon Musk was excited about the Grammys yesterday, tweeting, I love music. It makes my heart sing. And by heart, I'm sure he means that organ in between his lungs connected to the Neuralink in his brain that will allow him to live for at least 200 years, colonize Mars, take over the world, and instill Dogecoin as the federally backed currency. Scary stuff, but at least he listens to Doja Cat, like you and I. Weird energy at the Grammys, for obvious reasons. Outside, you had music's biggest and brightest stars sitting at socially distanced tables with masks covering their face, which prompted millions of viewers across the country to squint at their TVs and go, is that Beyonce? Yes, it's Beyonce, and she cares about this even less than you do. Bro, 28 Grammys for Beyonce all time. She's got more Grammys than the Yankees have World Series, and she could not care less, could not feign interest. By the end of the night, Jay-Z's there with a wooden trunk, 10 shiny trophies in hall. Oh, yes, another gramophone. Put these with the others, will you, Jason? Is Jason Jay-Z's name? Should probably look that up. Sean Corey Carter. I knew that. What I don't know is where the letter J appears in that name. That's outside the Staples Center. Inside, you have this makeshift ballroom where some other performers are going to take the stage. We begin the show with just a murderer's row. Harry Styles with one of three designer scarves you're about to see him don before the night concludes. Billie Eilish is standing on a used car that she doesn't even know how to drive yet. And Haim does their thing as everyone in the ballroom begins dancing, again, in socially distanced fashion. Real last guy at the wedding energy to this opening number. Trevor Noah's to the side doing a little jig. Everyone that was dancing looks like they stayed far too late at a wedding that they were barely invited to. Bro, you're like the second cousin of my coworker. It's four in the morning, and now you're grinding against my grandmother. Go home. No one's here. We're not even paying the DJ. It's going to cost us a fortune. We're halfway to the honeymoon. The plane leaves in three hours. What are you still doing here? Life lesson to all the kids out there. If the question is, should I leave the wedding? The answer is always yes. If you are asking yourself, go home. You are not wanted. <laughs> That's the kind of energy this thing had last night. So what's the narrative here? Well, it's tough with these award shows because oftentimes they're filled with a lot of good and a lot of bad. And this was no different. I thought overall, CBS completely ate NBC's lunch on this broadcast. That would be my main takeaway. The Golden Globes were a complete embarrassment. The producers at NBC could not figure out how to run a Zoom call correctly. Audio was dropping out. You got Al Pacino in a room with the guy from The Crown. It, it was awful. This is what we've learned so far from these COVID-era award shows. Maybe the Oscars will take a page out of the Grammys book here. Just film the entire show a week in advance. Like... <laughs> That's clearly what happened yesterday. You cannot convince me that the Taylor Swift performance, the Lil Baby performance, those were taped a week and a half ago on a soundstage at the CBS lot. No one cares that it's happening in real time. Just tape the thing a week in advance, iron out all the kinks, 
hire Roger Deakins to do the cinematography. Like, there's no reason why this needs to be live. There's always an issue with these live broadcasts, and it's always a story in the media the next day. Could you imagine when four years ago, Warren Beatty and Faye Dunaway gave La La Land Best Picture? Could you imagine if they just taped that show four hours in advance? They cut out the error. They have everyone in the audience sign NDAs. No problem. The magic of television. I thought overall, as far as COVID-era award shows go, this was probably the best one I've seen.